Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Annette. Annette, welcome to the show. I'm just so happy to be here, Julie. Oh, we're so happy to have you. So I know that you're here to share your angel stories today, and I'm just going to let you take it away. Okay, thanks. I am a Reiki volunteer at a hospice house uh, here in Massachusetts, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about what that means to me and how my spiritual journey has sort of taken me to this place. I was raised on a farm in Ohio. And I was very used to loss because animals are born and animals die. When I was 10, my grandfather, who was living with us at the time, passed away. And I have three other siblings, so the four of us were were home. We were all relatively young, but I just still remember mom calling upstairs, come downstairs, grandpa just died. And so it was just very normal for us. We all came down, we all said a prayer by the bedside, but thinking back on it, how unusual that was to be a 10-year-old that close to a body that had passed and your grandfather, and then watching uh, how that affected everyone in the house, my dad, because it was his dad, and seeing his loss. So that was a marker, for sure. Fast forward, I left my small town, went to New York City, got married, moved and moved and moved. But the next major loss was um, my brother's son at age 12 of a cerebral hemorrhage. That uh, shook the entire family, and that was 29 years ago. So that was, you know, definitely something that I, I realized that when something major like that happens in a family, it affects everyone, the grandparents, the parents, myself, my children. Loss continued on and on. My my husband's uh, father and mother, I was present at his mom's death, present at my dad's bedside as well when he died. And so that became, again, something that I realized with everyone in the room that might have been there, I had a comfort level with it, maybe an understanding that there was something more. Definitely the spiritual journey started uh, at least 10 years ago. But as time went on, more and more people passed. And more and more times, I was just questioning what it all meant. Probably 2016 was the biggest year where five people that I knew well passed away. Another nephew of an accident. And this really shook me. Uh, A very good friend who 
was the one who sort of introduced me to mediumship because she had gone to a medium here locally and we would talk about what the medium had to say and go over the recording. And it was just maybe six months before she passed herself. But knowing that she, she knew she was dying, but her spiritual journey herself really did affect me. Uh, so I had gone to my first medium before she passed away. And days before she did, we were discussing my, my uh, recording as well. So she opened something up to me that became pretty profound. She herself came through in readings that I had past that. My father did, neighbors. My other uh, nephew, my sister's son, died from that accident I mentioned. He came through. And so this whole cadre of people that I knew uh, had come through to me. And I realized that, you know, obviously we're more, we're, we're all connected. We are, there's so much more than just what we have here. So I was a hospice volunteer maybe 10 years ago. I took the, the training and did the Reiki training as well. But somehow mixing Reiki training with the dying patients became something. I walk into that room and I don't ask for messages, but what I do ask for is just to be shown what it is that's needed in this room at the time. What does the patient have to release? What kind of energy in the cellular memory have they just held on to all these years? It's not like, uh, I should say, traditional Reiki in that the person's usually in pain in a bed, so it's not like you do the whole body Reiki, but there is something about, as you know, having just someone put a hand on the forehead or behind the neck and various pressure points. But So I go into the room and I simply ask the spirits that be, and I have a pretty uh, good spirit team up there, just to tell me what it is I should be doing. In other words, sometimes I'm, I'm drawn to the, maybe there's family members in the room. Uh, once I was simply just putting my hand on the forehead, but I realized that the family members were in tears and they realized that it's okay to walk up to their loved one and touch them because they were afraid. And so a total stranger comes in and shows that kind of lack of fear and sort of knowing that death is just part of the cycle of life, um, that they were able to come in and get closer and have their own sort of time with the dying patient. Sometimes they do the Reiki on other family members who just simply need a break. So I never know really what's going to happen, but my practice has been knowing that this particular patient is the end of life. There's so much more for that patient. Sometimes we get a description of what the patient is going through, and you just know that maybe it's their heart chakra. Maybe you know that they want to say something, and so it's the throat chakra and being able to speak your truth. So I sort of blend it like that. And obviously, I'm moved by it, I guess, because of my family members who have come through, teaching me anyway that, yeah, it's, it's real. It's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind what it's all about. And there's no doubt in my mind that they do communicate with us. So, yeah, even though there's a, been a lot of loss, and even though I do enjoy the Reiki at the hospice house, I think the most enjoyable part about all of this has just been the actual journey, the actual writing, the actual sort of the joy that comes with knowing that there is more. 
And because so many of my loved ones have come through, little by little by little, I'm able to talk to, for instance, my sister who did lose her son and sort of tell her the messages that might be harder for her to do it herself. But somehow me knowing was probably the biggest one, um, this particular ne- nephew. This was only five, six years ago, but five years ago. But I just knew it, his, it was his time. I knew it when I was there in the hospital room. I knew when they were going to take him off of the life support. The sadness necessarily that I should have felt was deep, yet there was this incredible knowing that, no, this is his life. This is what was uh, sort of planned for him. And he knew it and he was okay with it. And in fact, he did come through with messages for my sister saying exactly that. He was deaf and he said, I can hear now. This is no, no, she did everything right. It is just the way it was supposed to be. It was my journey. So these were really, most of the messages have been like that. My dad as well uh, was able to tell me because the night before he passed, it was really hard. And you'll learn in hospice that dying is not easy, uh, physically not easy and spiritually not easy to let go, to go through, to get ready. But he was able to give me that sort of okay to know. I know you were there. It was hard. And once I realized that no one wants to live like this, I let go and it was okay. And thank you for being there. Thank you for holding my hand. Um, These are messages that you can't put words to, but it certainly does change your life. Friends, have you ever heard of ancestral trauma? It is us having deep-seated wounds within us that really cause us to behave in certain ways, and it infiltrates our relationships, our work, and our life as adults. So friends, in September, we are doing an entire course on ancestral trauma. And you can purchase this course, take it with us live or anytime afterwards. But all of September, the entire month of September will all be about ancestral trauma. And you can head over to the website, theangelmedium.com to take that course. We're going to be bringing in your angels, working with your angels to help you release spiritually some of these old wounds that you've been holding on to. Also, remember that when you write a five-star positive review, we enter you into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me. This month's winner is in the show notes below. One more thing, friends, if you want to do this work for yourself, if you want to be a healer who works one-on-one with people, you have to go through a training program to learn how to do this work. And I would love to help you with that. If you want more information on my Angel Reiki School, where you learn how to develop your spiritual gifts, also hop on over to my website, The Angel Medium, and look up The Angel Reiki School. Now let's dive back into the show.
Well, and I think dying isn't easy for some, but there are some who are ready to go. Yeah. The way that I say this energy is what spirit will show me is that when a person is close to their end of life here from really old age, right? Because there's really a difference where a person who is passing very suddenly, very quickly, really doesn't have a conscious awareness of surrender or release. Whereas somebody who's at the end of their life, um, what spirit will often show is that it takes spirit to live here. So the soul cannot be diminished. The soul cannot be harmed. The soul cannot be in pain. The soul is the peace of God that is living this existence as your individual self, right? However, there's a piece of us, like we have the inner child, right? There's a piece of us that's our spirit, and that's our enthusiasm that we want to live this life. We want to be here. We feel connected to our roles um, that we play in our life for different family members. And there's things that really tie us to this life. And what spirit will show is that it's that spirit that is within us, that anchors us into the earth, very strongly, deeply root us here in this lifetime. And that because we don't talk about this, right? Like we don't talk about what it's like to pass. And when I know, because we, we get to work with, you know, thousands of people who have gone through it, but we're not talking about this enough. So what happens is people get to this ultimate experience within their life and nobody has prepared them for the journey of what it is to cross over. So when I tap into the energy of these souls who are at this point in their lives, some are ready. Some are like, God, thank you. I lived the best life. I am so incredibly grateful, but I know it's my time. I feel it. I'm ready to come home. Call me when you're ready. We're good. When you feel into those individuals, it's like their roots, their spirit has been lifted up where it's kind of like it lifts up energetically first to their feet, right? So there's no more roots in the ground, but then it's almost kind of like this energy lifts up through the body where it's able then to release up and out. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't want people listening to be like, oh no, like every single passing is hard and complex. I think that we're what we're working on right now as healers is let's write more books, let's tell more stories, let's have more podcasts about it's it doesn't have to be that way. Because the other percentage of the population that you see at at old age that's ready to pass. Their roots are so tied into the ground where they have no clue how to release where I'm not a mom here to this child anymore, or I'm not a daughter, or how do you release from those roles, from all that you wanted to do here in this life, from all of your greatest achievements, from all of your greatest disappointments and go home. And that's 
that's the hard energy to work with. Mm. Oh, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not hard, but I think as empaths, it's more that it just like, man, everything that a client feels, I am feeling it too. True. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've often thought, and one of the ideas that I did have, this idea of Project 65, where by the time you get to 65, I hope you've talked to a lot of people and prepared yourself and then just start living. But we never talk about death. It's it's always something that, and you can see it in different hospice rooms and family members, they're, they're just afraid to talk about it. And the more people do discuss it and talk about it as being a natural part of life, I think we as a society will do a lot better too. And our family members would be able to let go a little bit easier too. That's it. That's the point. Because when so many people come and talk to me, there's an energy that they have to release where they had to make decisions at the end of that person's life. And they didn't know if they made the correct decisions, but that loved one on the other side will always come through. So somebody needs to hear this that's listening today. Spirit will always come through and say, you did what you needed to do and you did it right. Um, And you need to forgive yourself and just release that energy because you did things the way I wanted you to. That's, that's, that's pretty good, but it's, it's a hard thing to hold on to as I see in families and, you know, even you just want to do your best. You want to do your best. So any of us who can make it clear what we do want when our time is, whenever it might be, talk about it, talk about it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So talk to us, you know, when you do this work, you get a lot of validations, right? You get these validations where you see signs every day, but then there's a big one that comes in and you're like, wow, I know, like, I know, like, I know, like that was spirit. And uh, I keep saying that phrase, but I got to say, I took it from the movie, The Secret, way a long time ago. I've been saying it for over 20 years. Then it's a black woman who sends it in that documentary. And I need to go back and ask who she was because every time I I say it, I know I need to give her credit. So I'm going to do that. But for everybody listening, that's not my statement. Um, (laughs) But Annette, share with us, what are some of like those huge validations that just knocked your socks off? With Reiki? Uh, yeah, or just like the way that spirit connects with you, or you get God winks, or the other side comes through. There, just there are so boy, there 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 are are so many in my life. As I guess I'll, I'll go through a few. There was one in the in in at the hospice house when I was doing Reiki, and I realized something was happening that the family was even seeing. That the patient suddenly got very very calm did pass, I think, an hour after I left, but uh, they wanted to call me, find me, write this letter just to say, my dad has never, you know, relaxed like that or gone into that state before. I can't thank you enough for just, and I didn't, obviously, it's never us. It's always spirit coming through. But that was the first time that I realized it's nothing to do with, you know, me being in the room or whatever, but I knew that they had seen something that I wouldn't have known, right? Because I didn't know this individual. And it was profound in that I sat in the car because the volunteer called me, the coordinator called me on the way home. 
And I just sort of stopped the car and pulled over. And I just said, well, I guess it's just something I'm not meant to really understand. But it was real because about six family members saw something in that room that then validated with them that there was going to be a wonderful passing. And what more can you offer than that? I think for myself, what I always feel when spirit comes is just feeling complete tingles everywhere down my body. I walk every morning and it's usually just different thoughts that come through. I started a journal just on what I would call coincidences, but aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Just some angel stories over here. (laughs) (laughs) Or how, you know, and, and, and it was, um, Oh, I was trying to get mom. I was in Ohio trying to care for her for just for an after for for one hour. I dropped her off to get her hair done. But in that hour, I had to see if I could find for a place for her to stay, meaning uh, an assisted living. I had no idea even how I was going to do that. But time sort of did a weird turn. It's only an hour appointment. Somehow I went to one uh, facility, didn't work out, left, went to another one that I've never been to before, wasn't even too sure where it was, drove, turned right in, happened to meet with the person who was there. They happened to have, they happened to have, showed me a room. I drove back. It was Valentine's Day. I think I still have time, picked up some flowers, picked up mom, realized that we had, it was not even... I couldn't have done all that in the hour. And I still can't believe that day because it was just, it was meant to happen. And that's where mom landed up going. And they called a week later, you know, and she then went to this facility, which she needed to go because she was with my sister in the in her home and she couldn't handle it anymore. And we really, really needed a spot. Everything came together with the precision that isn't even possible with red lights, you know, to get you from point A to point B. I'll never forget that day, but other things as well, things that were sort of, again, heading to the uh, hospital, which was like six hours away from my nephew. I had just, you know, I don't know how I did it, but again, I called on spirit to say, help me get there. I don't know how, but I am going. Never should have, shouldn't even say it, but I had had a colonoscopy that day. Uh, you're not supposed to drive for six hours. So I got to the six hours and then jumped in the car and somehow just managed with, I know it was spirit's help, uh, getting there at one in the morning, driving to places I hadn't been. And again, being able to stay awake and to make this trip by myself on pure adrenaline, but I know it was more than that. I got lost, found my way back. It was a crazy night, but I just said, I don't think I can do this without help. Please help me. I'm getting in the car and I will be there. And again, I look back on it thinking, I don't know how I did it. I left, I arrived, it happened, but I don't think I could have ever done it again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are just um, synchronicities of, of seeing, you know, birds that relate to my mom, certainly a rooster with my grandmothers who have never met, but they keep popping up. And she is the one that's come through the most as my guy, my whatever, and any of the things that I might want to do, channeled writing or whatever. She's always there. And again, I've never met her and I don't quite understand it, but she's come through too many times. And now I just know that she's there for me and my son as well. So yeah, there's just times that I know that, that I've been protected 
even by a guardian angel going way back in time. I took the, this is back in high school. I'll never remember, you know, forget the feeling of, of driving with my boyfriend and he drives off the road. I mean, he had too much to drink. I, I somehow get the, the wheel, bring us back up on the road. And I don't even know how we got home after that. I have no memory of any of it other than I saved our lives, but, and then sort of no, no memory of it after that. I just remember now knowing that it was then I think I just did it, you know. Now I know it was spirit helping me do that. Because again, I go back and how did that work? How did I at that angle do this to get back? Those things, and see, I have chills right now. I know, like I know, like I know, <laughs> that that couldn't have happened without a lot of help. Yeah. Um, and there were two other times, cars as well, driving where it just near misses or whatever, where I stopped and just said, that shouldn't have been what it was. The person who, you know, walked across or I almost, there are a lot of almost, those kind of things. I just know that there's um, a very busy um, guardian angel, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those are the things I think that really, you know, I remember more than anything else, sort of the bigger things, but just knowing I did some channeled writing with my my friend Abby, who passed, and she came through in a reading saying, would you like to channel, right? And I said, yeah, I think I can do it, but what does it really mean? And some of the things that I did write and then shared with her husband afterwards were meaningful to him and not something that would maybe be so meaningful to me. But at the time, those messages made a lot of sense. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I, I had to look it up. That know like I know like I know uh, phrase comes from Lisa Nichols from the movie The Secret in 2006. Oh. And, you know, it's really fascinating that you talk about those instances with time where it feels like time is almost stretched. Right. Uh, because I feel like that's something that the angels really do in particular, where I, I I really didn't notice it until I got into this work. But you can really ask them if you get into a good state of oneness, like really raise your vibration, you can ask them to slow down time so that you can get done in a smaller chunk everything that you need to. And you'll find that it's exactly like that. Like you catch all the green lights and you're like, you're, or you look up and you got a task done and you're like, oh my gosh, that only took 10 minutes. Like, how is this happening? Archangel Metatron actually comes in a lot with that. Also, the cherub angels help with that and our guardian angels. They kind of all, those three pieces of angels really work together. To help in that way. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm starting to do, uh, I mean, I, I journal every morning, but doing more and more writing, hoping to sort of tell some of the stories and, and just, you know, write some of it down. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to say when you, you know, when someone passes that, that there's a goodness and there's a, a light that happens as opposed to just the negativity of death. <laughs> Although it's very, very hard to 
to, to sort of explain to a person that I'm okay with it, being in the room at all. I think that it gives people great, great comfort to know that there's someone not afraid of it in the room. And then they sort of take on that energy as well. So that's, that's what I think is important. If there's anything I can do, it's that. Ah, oh, that's amazing. And wouldn't this world be a completely different world if we looked at it from that perspective of yeah. being able to not be scared of passing? It's more of a surrender, right? Of just like peace and release and a full on confidence knowing that your consciousness doesn't end when this physical body passes away, but there truly is a totally other side that we get to step into it's it's really pretty remarkable just to get messages that are confirmation of that and as you all know it's sort of like the essence of the person that no one could describe that essence right Uh, and it's not uh brown hair tall six it's the essence of um certain verbiage or whatever and it, it it just sort of um is it's something that if i keep in mind for anyone that that has lost someone it isn't as if i could convince or want to convince anyone but i think it's just the knowledge that i believe it sometimes is exactly what someone else needs if i'm around them it's the peace with it well you know reiki energy healing really stems from the premise that you're holding this vibration i call it oneness some people call it reiki we call it all different things you're holding god vibration and the client in front of you in in reiki is really taking through the practitioner the reiki practitioner what that soul body spirit mind needs to recuperate from the how how hard it is to live this life they're bringing in the god energy that they need to heal themselves and when you bring through messages i've really been playing with this concept over the last year because I had two different producers, actually three now, come to me and say, this needs to be a TV show, right? Like you need to have a TV show. And so as we've been working together, they're like, so like, what is it? You know, like, okay, so you're not totally a psychic because you're not telling people their future. But at the same time, you know, it's not totally this, but it's it's more of this. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, but this is the point. You know, what people need to realize is that over the next year, five years, 10 years, every, you know, moment moving forward, spirit doesn't want us to be other people. We don't need to be just labeling ourselves as psychic mediums or angel readers or Reiki practitioners. We need to bridge and fuse what's our gifts. And if you have the gift of working with somebody towards the end of life, bringing in energy healing, bringing in messages, fuse all that together. And that's your unique, special way of serving humanity. Other people have the gift of seeing color or using crystals or, I mean, hypnosis, all different sorts of things. 
fuse together all of the different ways that spirit is calling to you. A lot of people come to me and say, well, Julie, but I'm interested in these three, these three things. Awesome. Fuse those three things together because that's your unique, what's calling to your spirit. That's what your spirit wants to do to help humanity in this space. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah. Thank you. Annette, it is just such an honor to get to spend this time with you and a blessing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Friends, I just got done recording this episode with Annette and I had another thought. You know, what I was trying to say here at the very end is, you know, why Spirit is calling us to bridge these different healing modalities is because that's what it's all about. It's not about calling yourself or labeling yourself like a psychic medium or this or that. It's about healing, right? And that's what Spirit is trying to bring through. We don't have to put labels on these things, the miracle that occurs is just these messages that bring peace to your heart and do validate. Maybe they don't validate always in the exact same way where they're saying, oh, you know, it's this person's name or this person's hair color, you know, describing with these small validations. They come in with very profound things where you say to me all the time in sessions, Julie, you could have never known that. We were just talking about that yesterday, that exact same thing. And they are detailed and they are unique in that there's no way that when spirit is working through you, that the practitioner could know some of the things that come through. And so what I'm trying to say here is that if you're a person who's like, Julie, I know that spirit is calling me to work as a healer myself, oh, friends, that is amazing. That is delicious. That is just such yummy, yummy information. Don't block yourself by saying, but it has to look like this, or I, I'm not getting things in this way. You have to look at your gifts, and that's that's why I created the Angel Reiki School. I'm going to tear up a little bit here, is because I've worked with so many people throughout the years who say, Julie, I'm not gifted because my gift doesn't look like this. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Your gift is not supposed to look like anything in particular. Friends, your gift is here here on earth to heal the hearts of other people who need you. So if you're feeling called to volunteer in some way, uh, like our guests today, or do some work in some way, friends, don't think it's by accident. When that is tapping on your heart and it continues to tap on your heart, pray to God and just ask, God, is this you? Allow me to know like I know like I know that it is you, right? And you'll get that validation. If you haven't listened to the podcast from the beginning, then you might not know that when I came into this gift, I ended up putting it away for about six months because I said, God, you know, Jesus, if this isn't of you, I don't want it take it back, right? And so I prayed every day for six months. And I, I kind of said, God, I, I will pray every day for six months and let you bring through the answer. And I would have prayed longer if that's what I needed. But every single day, 
every single day as I prayed, I continued to hear the same thing over and over and over and over again, which is, Julie, you've asked to be a tool that we can work through, and this is how we need you to serve. This is how we need to work through you. And so once I prayed that for six months, got the validation that I needed, every day I knew that this was my way forward. And when you get into that vibration that I call oneness, have a whole course on it, it's God's energy. So when you're in it, you know, like, you know, like, you know that God loves you. God is just love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And so when you're in that, you know that it is of God and there isn't anything wrong with using your unique spiritual gifts. So friends, I just felt like I needed to come back on and share that with you. I'm so grateful for Annette for being here today. I just um, wanted to come back on and share this with you. I love you. Spirit loves you. Stay on for the ending here. And at the very, very end is a new meditation that's new to 2021 for you. All my love. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, and advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey, 
and your personal spiritual growth. The Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, they know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angel show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off, and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy 
begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings, all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. As you feel this yummy, tingly, sparkly energy surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart, notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back, side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pull this God energy, starts to pull around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. surrounding you are one with 
ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.